1: Tom Bernard Show with...
2: Co-host, Catherine Brandt.
3: And Kurt (laughs) Brown-Oler. J.B. Brandon Simon. Andy Brandt-Bernard.
2: Cassie Schrader.
3: We'll be right back. Kick
1: things off. Hour 2 Tom Bernard Show. Doug Spenthal, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com.
0: Tell us about this warranty for life thing. I, You know, you you understand a lot more about this than I do. Well, of course. I know you're not an automotive mechanic. So let me tell you a cool story. This just happened a couple of days ago. I got an email... Somebody emailed me at at dougatwalzer.com, and he goes, hey, I bought a 2005, and I think it was a Honda Accord, back in 2014, having some problems with the engine. Uh, Do I have any coverage? So I called the Honda store. We looked it up, and sure enough, the card qualified for a lifetime powertrain warranty. So it had to be under 60,000 miles at the time of purchase, uh, non-highline vehicle. And they covered the engine repair. Think about what that means. That's a 13-year-old car, and the guy got his engine replaced. It doesn't cover every single thing on the car, but all the, it's like major medical coverage. So the engine goes bad, transmission, four-wheel drive system. You're covered as long as you own the car, as long as you maintain it to factory standards. It's pretty cool. It actually is really cool. Well, I mean, it's
1: a lot cooler than you or me. Well. It is really cool, though.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, 15-year-old car.
1: And that's why I buy all my cars, and my family buys all their cars from Walzer Automotive Group, Walser.com, because of warranty for life.
0: And you like working with me, too, right, Tommy? Tommy? <laughs> Tom? <laughs> I, I don't think he's there. That's really nice. Very professionally <laughs> delivered
1: from Walzer Automotive Group, Walser.com. Now we're talking.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I was thinking to myself, God, I wonder why Kurt didn't come in and do the morning show. And then I looked; both eight o'clock shows are sold out. Big shot. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm here, though. I'm here. I'm ready to do yeah. it. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. So you've been good. Good, yeah. You? How you? How's, how's everything been here? I think I was on the show maybe five years ago.
1: I can. That's find probably out. about right. Yeah. But I remember we had a really good time and that's why I saw your name I thought, yeah, oh, man, be good just And then uh, uh, I don't know so you just didn't want to get up that early? I don't blame you, believe me. I don't even want to get up that early. I don't, I don't know why did we didn't morning
4: show, but Oh, this morning. Oh I didn't that wasn't even on my press list. Yeah, I don't know why that it wasn't. wasn't? No. Hmm. No way to go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, uh... <laughs> Sure <laughs> for blame it on Lewis. <clears throat> nah, you'll be
0: fine. <laughs> blame it on Lewis. <laughs> yeah, blame on Louis. <laughs> yeah. it on Lewis. Lewis
2: Lee's fault.
1: He was too busy smoking a cigarette out in front of acme to... I have too many things to do. Man, you got a bunch of stuff going. On. So yeah, it probably has been about five years. Yeah. Uh, seems like it wasn't that long ago, but it probably has been that long ago. But man, you're uh, you've been busy.
4: Thanks, man. Yeah, it's been it's been a lot. It's uh... yeah. Got a new show coming out on Showtime on Friday, the 20th, January 20th, called Black Monday.
2: Why does it have to be black?
4: No, just kidding. That's a Sunday. (laughs) Don Cheadle's in it, so it's fine. (laughs) Don Cheadle's in it, so it's fine. Well, Well, that's the name. That's the name of the stock market crash in the 80s. It's called Black Monday. No,
2: we we have a mutual friend who... Every time somebody says something like that, uh-huh. he always says, Why does it have to be black? <laughs> yeah, I wonder Friday. who that is.
1: <laughs> but in any case, you know, it all works. So, yeah, so you got, you got, a, that that's, that's coming out Friday, the 20th of
4: January. That's yeah.
2: That yeah,
4: would be yeah. the 18th. Wonderful. That'd be, oh, a, so it's on Sunday then. A Sunday? Yeah, okay. it's the 20th. So it's on Sunday. Yeah, it's all about, I mean, it's
0: an 80s, like your period your career piece. piece.
1: There, yeah, I got it. Yeah. You know, I don't know what month that's in, but it's coming out on showtime. <laughs> or is it Brit Box? It might be Brit Box, I'm not sure. I like it though. No, I mean you you got he had a special last couple of years, uh, was that about a year ago? Yeah, no, it was about two years ago. Yeah,
4: twenty sixteen. Yeah, that was on Comedy it was Central. Twenty sixteen.
1: Yeah. Man. Unbelievable. Uh, a lot of T V stuff, a lot of movie stuff. Bob's Burgers, which is just it seems like it's getting bigger by the day. People love that show.
4: I know, and it's it's such a it's a nice show to be a part of because it's so it's like a, just a, a big family, and every, it's so much improv- improvisation. It's really it's just a fun show. To I'm so happy that they let me do it.
1: Well, that's why I want to talk more about that because I did not know there were uh, there was a lot of ad libbing and a lot of uh, that. Well, that's terrific. So yeah, how free is that? Yeah. You can kind
3: of it's tell when great. they. Uh,
4: yeah. Yeah. And it's like, because Lauren, Lauren Bouchard, who created it, he you know, he already had that cast in mind when he created it, which was, you know, um, Kristen Shaw and Eugene Merman mm-hmm. and John Roberts. And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so he insists that we all record... Uh, when everyone's there, which yeah. is rare for especially for a show mm-hmm. like that when it's going into oh, its yeah. like ninth season, it's usually like <clears throat> one one person calls in and records yep. their part, another person, but he still insists on having an actual right. like cast recording so that people can play with each other and it's pretty oh, fun.
3: That's really cool.
1: God, I bet you that is fun. I, just, I, I would assume. No, I'm not trying to be negative Nelly here, but it might be kind of difficult if there was somebody
4: in the cast you didn't like and you <laughs> had to be with the whole time. It was like, oh, God, great. No, I, I but mean, I suppose that doesn't happen. I can't imagine for a TV show. I've been in that situation where someone doesn't like someone else on a movie, but that's like a limited uh, amount of time. Mm. A TV show yeah, like that's that true. that's going for nine years, that's got to be unbearable. <laughs> that's been nine years already? I think so. Yeah, I think it's the ninth season. Oh, my
1: God. Isn't that crazy? Indeed. Well, that's a hell of a good show. It's very, very funny, so I I understand why it has been around all that time. Look, I still still never miss an episode of The Simpsons, so that's been 30 years. And I, I just say, look, if you laugh, you laugh. That's the whole thing. Yeah. And as long, as long as it's not real human beings, then I like to laugh. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm having a tough time with, with, with human beings on television making me laugh. Uh, we we're just talking about that, as a matter of fact, how difficult it is now to be funny on stage or, you know, whatever. You, you try to be funny as you can, and but somebody's always offended. And I, I how are you going to get around that? Can you get around that? I don't think so.
4: Yeah, I mean, you just gotta you gotta do what you think is funny. You know, and I think that that's the just yep. like you can dislike someone. I feel, I've always had the opinion like if I don't if I find a joke that I think it like I'm only offended by jokes that suck. <laughs> so if it's sure. if it sucks as a joke, sure. I'm like, I really in my mind as a comedian, I just judge the person, but I don't like make a fuss of it. I'm just like, Oh, I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I am, actually. You know, I'm not,
1: I'm not wild about you. I just want you to know that. <laughs>
2: it just,
0: you know, and,
1: but I, I don't know. It's, I've gotten over that, though. It was, it was much worse when I was in my 20s. It was kind of, I know this is really hard to believe, but I was kind of over the top when I was in my 20s. <laughs> hard to believe. Mm-hmm. I believe I, it. You know.
2: I mean, it's, it's, Yes, I'm here. It's odd. We were just discussing before we started about being able to tell, being in the presence of somebody and being able to tell if you want to, if you want to run. Or stay there and talk to them, and how soon you yeah. can tell that. And I, with me, it's within 10 and 15 minutes. I can tell if it's somebody I want to be around, or if it's somebody I just want to go. I'm out of here. Yeah. You and you know? feel like now, you could do time... that
4: with like a like if you met like like a, like, a, like a serial killer, Like Dahmer yeah. or something. Yeah, just... like Jeffrey Dahmer. You feel like you'd be able to identify? I I,
2: I, I have the feeling that my antenna would go up right away whereas they probably con a lot of people. Yeah. For me, it just, like, there would be something that would just right away, I would be like, okay, time to go.
1: <laughs> I'm out. Do you think that Jeffrey Dahmer ever could see it coming, that he was beaten to death with a plunger <laughs> by a guy named Christ X Scarver? <laughs> That's a tough call right there, man. I mean, Christ beats you to death with a toilet plunger? It's
2: <laughs> <That's> not right.
3: <laughs>
1: There's no way to die. It is no a, dignity it's dignity in that depth. It's an imaginative way to die. You <laughs> You'd have yeah. to
4: have a good imagination it to predict is. that.
1: And I love the fact the guy changed his name to Christ so he could kill people. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. His, his real name was—I know his last, his real last name was Scarver. Yeah. And he kept that, but I can't remember what his real first name was—Keith Scarver or something like that. But he, Christ X. <laughs> so wasn't that Christ? It was the X, do you? Yeah, Christ X, Scarver. So it all works out in the end. Uh, Kurt, <laughs> i got to tell you, honest to God.
2: <laughs> I'm Kevin
1: I, 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 I miss Kevin Meany a lot. I, I really liked him a lot. And he was in studio at KQRS when it was revealed that... Uh, that Jeffrey Dahmer had killed all those people and the body parts were all over the place and they found the head in the refrigerator and everything. And Kevin Meany's looking at me because I'm reading the story, right? And Meany's just looking at me like, what? Is this a real story? And I, he's not saying anything, though. And he, at the end, of it, I said, well, what, Kevin, what do you think? And He goes, how'd you like to be the landlord or like the building superintendent? You open the door. All this carpet's got to go. <laughs> I,
2: <love that> story.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I suppose it does. Yes, all this carpet's got to go. It's the one
0: thing, I think. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Honest to God. So how do you... you know Because you do a lot of television. How, how many movies have you have been in now?
4: Uh, I've been in, I guess... Three, so only three so far. I get The new one coming out in uh, in June with Charlize Theron and Seth Rogen. Uh, right now it's called Flarsky, but I think that name might change. Hmm. Uh, but it's a rom com, and uh, I wrote on it as well. And then just oh, you bi- did, yeah. Uh, I didn't write the movie, but I, I was the onset writer for it, so I just wrote a bunch of jokes mm-hmm. for everybody.
1: Awesome, yeah. Well, which is writing the movie. That is absolutely is writing yeah. the movie. Um. Judd Apatow is he an interesting guy to work work for and with?
4: Yeah, you know, Judd is. Uh, it's interesting because I've I've uh, I've primarily worked with people who, you know, like Seth. It, you know, came up with Judd, and so they right, operate right. very similarly in the fact that there's always on-set writers, and so you're always trying to punch up a scene, which is for a movie not something that uh, typically happens. Like Judd's one of the guys who like kind of like that was his signature thing, always having people there yeah. to just like just throw more and more and more in there, and then in the edit just figure out what is the absolute funniest thing which is then when you test the movie you can see if that didn't get a big enough laugh you you have five other options to like pop in for that joke oh that makes sense yeah, yeah. and so it's a it's a fun it's 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 a weird job because a lot you know a shoot day is long it's like 13 mm-hmm. 16 hours and you're maybe in demand for an hour and a half Mm -hmm. of that time and the rest of the time you have to sit there essentially bored but then just like waiting at any moment you would have to like just come up with five alts really fast oh sure so it is a it's a strangely uh stressful job but it's a lot of fun when you can when you get something that works
2: i was on in a movie once and they we were there for 12 hours and i wound up babysitting basically because it was a kids' movie, <laughs> and they had was that I, jingle all the no, way. No, it, it was it was Mighty Ducks it Two. Mighty oh, Ducks nice. Two. Oh, Mighty Ducks Two. Okay. It was yeah, Mighty okay. Ducks Two, right. and so bring the kids up on the ice. All right, get them off the ice. Mm-hmm. And then we would go into a locker room and just sit there. And I had to stay with nice. the kids because if they called us, called us, they called us all yeah. back up to the ice, and it's like. So they basically used me and another guy for babysitting that day.
4: <laughs> that's rough.
2: No, yeah. that's, that's
4: not a bad <laughs> thing. They, they have like not really strict bad.
3: parameters for like child actors, though. It's like they only work for like two hours at a time or something. Well, the
2: way they oh, got yeah. the way they got around because my uh, stepson was a body double and uh, extra as on Team Trinidad, they paid them double time and a half.
4: Nice. Oh,
2: wow. And that's how they get around oh, that's it. Not bad. Right. Where he made like three hundred something dollars that day, I made eighty eight.
1: Oh well, wow. well, yeah, it's all value.
2: <laughs> that's true.
3: <laughs> that's true. You did you
4: stunt double you
2: know, any of the kids, thinking, JB? No. Oh, I'm sorry, Tom. No, <laughs> no yeah, they yeah. wanted me to be the head coach of Team Trinidad because I was darker than the other guy.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but I no that's hard to believe.
2: But I couldn't pull off a like Trinidadian accent. So. Oh sure. So. Because it was a speaking part, I, and I couldn't pull it off. Kurt,
1: I usually make an announcement right here going, that voice was a black man. We're very diverse on this show. I just throw it out there just to make sure everybody knows that, how cool we are. And, you know, that's what <laughs> Yeah, you know, the whole time you were talking about, that, I was thinking about undeclared, which is where all of those people yes, came from. Exactly, and Judd Apatow and and Seth Rogen and Charlie Hunnam was in it, and all these wonderful people were in it. Who put that show together?
4: Man, that was genius. Yeah, I don't. I think I, I don't know who put it together. I'm assuming Judd did, but I was talking with. I remember talking yeah. with Seth about like that was his like first like big like he was he was on set writing for that as well as acting. Yeah, uh, and yeah, that was kind of like his start, and then. I think it was shortly after that that they did Forty Year Old Virgin, and oh, okay. And then I think I remember Seth was the onset writer for that, and then he had like a very tiny part, and then he just kind of just kept like pitching other stuff and other stuff mm. and other stuff, and then eventually like rewrote the movie so that he had <laughs> a larger part in it, which is the way you got to well, do it. Yeah, that is the way you got to do it. You got to yeah. take care of, it. no out of
1: it. But so, it, it's great. I mean, for them. For them to be around you and you to be around them it's a That's got to be a terrific feeling I would think, just being around people who are kind of Not necessarily like-minded But understand exactly what you're doing And, and you the same with them yeah. It's got to be What a great working situation
4: No, it was really cool And um, and Seth, was he just really impressed me He's uh, hes just He's like very down to earth And then when he Acts every single He alts all the time another joke and it's always the best joke Mm -hmm. i've ever heard uh it's really you're just like oh this guy deserves it this Mm -hmm. guy deserves all of his success he's a super nice guy and incredibly talented nice no, you got to tell him though that that if he doesn't stop doing that one laugh,
1: I'm gonna bring Christ X's, one time. <laughs> That
2: uh,
1: that laugh, and I know he does it on purpose, but it's the most annoying laugh in the history of laugh.
3: laughs. It is honestly how That's he like... laughs
4: off off screen.
3: Oh God,
4: is that annoying? <laughs> Is it really? Yep, it is totally <laughs> <That's> real. <it. laughs>
1: God, I gave him credit for all this brilliance, and actually it's just a natural thing, so <laughs> that's unfortunate. But uh, I do, you know, I,
2: yes, sir. You keep bringing up Christ Scarver and, and the uh, plunger. Do you remember where mm-hmm. that plunger ended? I do, yes. You okay. want to tell the people. <laughs> yeah, it ended up in, what's um, uh, his name's, rear end. That's how they found it. Yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer. Dumb. They found the plunger up
1: uh, up the chute. That's exactly right. A little uncomfortable, he said. Yeah, it's a little tight. Uh, Those were his last year uh, words, I think. I, I think that's true. Andy, we have break time here? Uh, yes, right now. I thought, I thought that's true. We'll be right back. Kurt Braunohler, ladies and gentlemen, tonight, tomorrow night at ACME. As a matter of fact, great having you in studio. We'll be right back. Tom, at Thanks for bringing us back to yeah. that. Oh, okay. sorry. <laughs> air, uh, it's time now uh, for segment two with somebody uh, <laughs> drinking spit. They
3: didn't hear that on the air, so we uh, might have to uh, explain. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah we uh, we were talking. I had a question for Kurt, which was, does Seth Rogan chew? I mean, not Rogan, Seth. Um, Seth Rogen. Yeah, Rogan. Rogan. Yeah. Yeah. Does Rogen. Yeah. yeah, does Seth he chew? Rogan,
4: yeah. And the answer is no.
2: Oh. <laughs> No, <laughs> because uh, it looks like he's got a dip in all the time. To me, to, you know, somebody That's what who's, you're who's around people who chew and dip constantly, it looks like he has one in all the time. And
4: then it quickly went to a guy who, you <laughs> yeah, know, who to my my <laughs> the spit, my ex roommate.
2: We would be playing cards and drinking, Blah. and by the end of the night, oh, no. he would say, oh, no, no. "Throw ten bucks in." And watch me do this and and ah! i would leave i would leave the room i wouldn't oh, pay i would yeah, just leave that but they, oh. yes <laughs> so that can't be good for you that cannot no, be good for you no you i don't wouldn't think anyway i don't think he does it anymore but back then he would do it and it was mm-hmm. like dude what's wrong with you yeah. oh, thank you it'll be a huge surprise when he has stomach cancer <laughs> <laughs> or not. huge surprise <laughs> or not. Kurt, uh,
1: now, being around the business, doing movies, doing TV shows, all the rest of it, uh, I just was talking a couple of days ago on the KQ Morning Show about the fact that that I what used to be broadcast television is having a real hard time right now. I think there's a new sitcom based on the Goldbergs, uh, Brian Callen's in it, mm-hmm. it's called School, Schooled or something? Yeah, yeah. Schooled. Yeah. It is schooled. Yeah. yeah, I do want to watch that. It, I haven't seen the first episode yet, but I do want to watch it. It was on. It's on Tuesday nights or Wednesday nights. One of them. I think yeah. it's
0: Wednesdays because it follows the Goldberg. Right.
2: Wednesdays. There's only been one. one does. okay. There's only been one episode so far.
1: Right. Yeah. So I, I want to catch that this weekend. But is it's got. A, I don't know, man. It's the last I checked. The Simpsons and I love the Simpsons. You know, everybody involved in it. Just uh, I think it's terrific. So good. But so. I looked at the numbers, and I think their their viewership is down to like one point six million people an episode, or something. And that's good. That's for amazing. broadcast, I think, yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Oh man, is that unbelievable? Yeah. When God. you think when you think that the Beatles appeared on the Ed Sullivan Show and seventy million people watched it, yeah. That now, uh, football is still the biggest draw of them all. NFL football still draws in the mid to high twenty millions of people. Uh, on a good night, uh, usually it's Sunday night football on M- NBC's the highest-rated show of the week. Other than sports and uh, what do they call those talent shows like The Voice yeah. mm-hmm. and the skirt and the yeah. pants or whatever. <laughs> <call them>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not really, it's not really sitcom. Other, Big Bang Theory obviously still does very well. Young Sheldon, of course, yeah, uh, kind of in the in the jet stream there too. But mostly it is it is voice competitions or dance competitions, uh, professional football, the pregame shows that pregame shows even beat most yep. of the uh, of the what used to be broadcast television uh, shows. Yeah. It's amazing,
2: and you know why that is? No gambling.
3: Oh yeah, lot right, pretty much it, everybody gambles it's now. A,
2: it's either fantasy football information that yeah. they're looking for, or a tit. Tidbit here or there, were to place their bet, which would make them, which way will make you um, place your bet?
4: All right, so we just got to start comedy bidding. Right. That's all we got to do. Comedy.
2: <laughs> <Yeah.
4: laughs> I like that. You think this would be funny? Oh, I bet it won't. would be, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That'd be really great. Gra- I bet it'll be offensive. Right, but that's mm-hmm. the reason why, because people are trying to gain an, any an edge or information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That will gain them money. So.
1: I, that makes total sense. Now, the, the reason that came up in, in my brain in the first place early in the week, and I've been thinking a lot about it, Bird Box, a movie that did not make it into theaters at all, was yeah. only in theaters, I think, for one week. So far, and it's far surpassed that now, but the first numbers they released, 45 million people have watched that movie.
4: And that was, like, in the first day, I yeah, think. Yeah, like weekend, I think. It was. Yeah.
1: I, think, I think you're right. It was the first day.
4: Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, it. it's so crazy that it's just that that it's like that 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 whatever that Netflix algorithm mm-hmm. is, it completely understands exactly what people want to watch. Because right. I didn't even know it existed yep. Yep. until I heard it was 45 million people watched it, mm-hmm. you know, and then I was like, all right, I'll watch it. I was like, it's fine. It's a fine movie. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It's, it's not, OK. It's not that it's okay. great. It's, it's OK. But yeah, yeah. it's like. I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense.
2: But it deals with. And I haven't seen it. I've saw the previews. And when I saw the preview, mm-hmm. I thought it was a movie coming to a theater. I didn't know it was going direct to stream. It did.
1: It did go to the theaters no. first. It only yeah. lasted one week because nobody went to see oh. it. Oh, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yes.
4: Yep. I didn't know that. That's well so interesting. Then.
1: Nobody went to see it. Well, the problem we have now, and, and I love going to the movie theaters. I Me love too. to sit there with my popcorn and my saw. I love to sit there. People are gonna have to shut up when they're in a movie. <laughs> oh, like, uh, get off your phone. Shut up. Sit down and watch the movie. Otherwise, you're gonna have to go. Well, and that's all there is to it.
2: Agreed. Do you? Is somebody gonna have to open a movie theater where you have to do the Derek Jeter move? Because when a woman, before he got married, when a woman came to his house, she had to give up her phone. Sign it. Oh. Yeah, she did. That's exactly right. He mm-hmm. had to sign an agreement, too, yeah. from what I understand. She had to give up her phone. And he gave it back to her with a gift basket. Mm. <laughs> did. Yeah, he did. With the, no, he with well, then did. it's okay. With <laughs> a basket. gift basket. Thank you I so heard, much. Which Thank I heard so the much. gift baskets were pretty damn good. <laughs> I can imagine. But, Yeah. yeah. But I mean, he didn't. Right. He didn't want any selfies, and he didn't want people taking pictures of his house right. and yeah. this, that, and the other.
4: There's a um in a comedy <coughs> works yeah, in Denver. End. It's a comedy club. They every single audience member has to put their phone into this pouch that like uh, disables Good. it, yeah. and then it gets locked Good. by the club, and then they can't use it while they're inside. And as they leave, they unlock the pouch for you, and you take your phone out. It's yeah.
3: kind of nice. We used that yeah. for seasons Ari one time. It yeah, was, it yeah. Worked out really well.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, you have to bring I, it in the club time... with
1: you. Yeah, it's nice. Sorry. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. No, no, not at all. I want to hear about it. Yeah, they, they lock it up.
3: Uh, I can't remember the company name the right for me. Uh, but yeah, they lock it up, and then yeah, they have the device outside the club. So if you want to use it, you can walk back out and then unlock it. But you can. It's not like they keep it in a box outside of the club. Yeah, you, you hold have it on to it all time, which is kind of nice. Oh. Yeah. Also, oh, they just give you a little pouch that you put your phone in, and then it's a little magnet. Lock. Yeah, it's like a
4: Faraday cage that
3: yeah, so you can't
4: mm. nothing can come at
3: you. Oh, right, 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 yeah. Interesting.
2: Well, that's also getting a big shot. <laughs> also
1: Faraday per- cage. I heard that. <laughs> not, um, only per- hey, or-
2: not only to protect- in order, not only to get the radio the day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, that's a smart idea because not only does it protect the property of the person, but it also protects mm-hmm. the property of the the act. Yeah. Yeah. And because yeah. we've all faced this. You go to a baseball game or something, and people pull out their phone or their tablet, and they hold it up uh, yeah. to film what's going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. And they're blocking your
3: view. Oh. Yeah, when people bring out, like, i got my 10-inch iPad that I'm <laughs> right. going to record the game. It's like, just use
2: your phone. Or just watch the game. Or, yeah. Or that. Just live. Watch the game might be nice. Yeah, just watch the game and enjoy it. And, and that way you won't get hit with a baseball because you weren't paying attention. Or the bat mm-hmm. that goes comes flying in the stands. That's, yeah, well, there you go. That's the problem. Right. That's what's happened to some people recently. They've been hit by foul balls and and, mm. and bats. Ow. Because they weren't paying attention to the game. They were on their cell phone. Mm.
1: And the, what, that'd actually be actually a big that'd be a really good movie, you know, they had uh, a quiet place where you couldn't <laughs> talk and then you got bird box where you can't see. Just have somebody getting hit by foul balls because they won't (laughs) get off their damn phone. (laughs) (laughs)
4: I'd watch it. I still don't think they'd stop.
0: They won't uh, stop. I'd watch that, too. Well,
2: part of the problem is these teams provide um, Wi-Fi in the stadium. Well, yeah,
3: they want people, like, streaming the game. Game. Not the game, but, like, they want people on Instagram saying, oh, I'm watching the Twins right now. And then people are like, oh, the Twins, huh? Yeah. So, Although,
1: Kurt, I have a question for
3: you.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, the movie A Quiet Place. Did you see it?
4: I did not. My wife refuses said, well, to watch it because she heard that there's a, a woman who gives birth and has to remain completely quiet. And she's like, "That's not that's a real correct.
3: movie." I'm not watch <laughs> that's that. not going to happen. <laughs> she's not wrong. <laughs> that is the
4: thing. There's no Someone, doubt
3: about that. They give birth in a quiet place.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, she has to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Oh not yeah, oh yeah,
3: that mo- that's Such movie, that movie, tense. That's yeah. Movie. yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Well, I mean, even if the woman doesn't stay quiet, ba- what are you going to do? Say, "Shut up, baby."
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it doesn't understand you. <laughs> wow. <Well>. Oh, <they're laughs> like...
2: uh, that was probably um, you at birth. <laughs> <laughs> it was me at birth. I was like, wow. <laughs> Well, here, Kurt,
1: here's the, the the takeaway from A Quiet Place. So you can't talk or these bug people will come and get you and rip you apart. You can't, you can't make any noise at all. You can't talk. Except for you could talk if you're standing next to the waterfall. Because apparently the noise of the waterfall covers up your voice. Oh. Why then wouldn't you build your house right next to the <laughs> waterfall? That's...
4: Just live at the waterfall, yeah. the baby next to water
2: Just waterfall. Just live at know. the water? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah.
0: Right. Mm-hmm.
4: That's that's exactly a, That's a really big hole. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is a
0: huge
1: hole, isn't it? That's a very, very big hole, as a matter of fact. I never did understand that. And, of course, with Bird Box, when it starts, you go, oh, she's going to end up in a certain place. I don't want to ruin it for people who haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. But you know where she's going to end up. Well, as soon as the movie starts. <coughs>
3: yeah. Hell. Because it only
1: makes sense. <laughs> hell, she ends up in hell. That's exactly it. Apparently, a lot of um, people
3: online are asking why they didn't live, live by the waterfall. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Oh, in a, a Quiet
2: a place? place. I know. Why
3: didn't
1: they?
2: I don't well, know. They would have had to build a house, and that's a noisy procedure.
1: Mm. Yes. Well, give the put put the kid out there as bait, and then build your house. <laughs> put up a tarp.
2: That's quiet. I was going to say, put up a tent. <laughs> yeah,
1: pretty but quiet. Yes, put up a you tent next to the waterfall. Yeah. Right. Yeah, slowly build the place. Well, they, the bugs have to sleep. Well, the bug people have to sleep, there's, don't there's they? There's
2: something about their basement that made it quiet too. Wasn't oh, there some right. sort of yeah. water thing in the basement? Or I don't remember. All yeah, the, yeah. I, I, if you
1: maybe it's all I the plumbing. This Kurt if you didn't, if you didn't care for that much, and like Bird Box, I thought was okay. Uh, Sandra Bullock's a good actor. I liked it. Yes, but I, I don't think you'd like a quiet place much at all because it doesn't make any sense
4: <laughs> at all. It's like, why are you moved by the waterfall? <laughs> I says, well, <clears throat> that's I it. Yeah, no, I felt the same way about Bird Box. As you know, it was enjoyable. Everybody in it is an excellent actor. Mm-hmm. You know, and they really oh, yeah, packed don't it. It's it. like packed with talent. A lot of big it names is. in there. Um, And then it's just fine.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <But> does <laughs> endorsement. Yeah. But doesn't this show that Hollywood is at least trying something new? Yeah.
4: Yeah, but it's interesting that no. it's very, you know, uh, that the new things that are being tried are primarily horror.
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's because
4: oh, yeah,
3: they, they shied away from it for so long. I mean... Also, it makes a ton of money with not a lot of money put it into sure it. It sure does, Yeah. yeah. Well, that's oh, it, that's it, why it, that it was movie, so big. Yeah. The slashers, they probably cost like $50 and a six-pack of Coke to make. <laughs> yeah. And then they were making like $50 million. It's like, yeah, that's a pretty good return on your investment. Yeah, true.
1: I think what that, uh, didn't Quiet Place made like $175 million and cost about $3 to make?
3: Let's see oh, Wow.
1: It's... I mean, the only
3: thing that cost money was a waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> it cost 18 to 19, and it made 340. Oh, wow. So, yeah, oh, it made it so nice. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yep. That's a nice Whoa. chunk of change. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> they translated the movie into sign language. Oh, it's oh, like, sign language? What's the, what's the oh, sign course. for people not trying to make any sound? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a deaf girl in it. So <laughs> yeah, is it
4: just someone going... The whole time, (laughs) and did uh, John Krasinski (laughs) write it with Emily Blunt?
3: Uh,
4: Screenplay?
3: No, he directed it. Okay, but it was written by. Oh wait, yeah, he is in the screenplay. Um, So yes, but Emily Blunt apparently didn't have anything to do with the production of the movie. Well, she didn't. No, I think she's great. Oh, she's
2: married she's to married him, right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, she married.
1: Oh, they're married. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, they were married.
2: Aren't they married? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't keep up on that kind of thing. Like well, Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it
2: lasts three or four seconds. And <laughs> uh-huh. You got to come up with something new. Well, there is that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know,
1: it's, it's not all the kids get along forever. Let's be honest. Well, look at Jeff Bezos right there. You know, he's got uh, Mackenzie. Well, although on the uh, other,
3: just don't send strange women pictures of your penis and that. <laughs> <laughs> Your marriage a might last longer. <laughs> yes, Is we that frowned so upon it in
4: society? Yep. Yeah. what so,
3: happened to pesos? Yeah. That's really? what. Yeah. That's what Dad what said. It? Where did you? He. Uh, oh. I don't know where. Like, what to Google? I'll bring
0: up that was the story. Andy, <laughs> the marriage <laughs> counselor.
2: Tell you what. In 20 great. seconds,
1: we have to take a break, and I'll bring it up during the break so we can open the third third segment of the hour. With the story about him sending pictures of his penis to a woman he barely knew. Wow, boy! And now that woman's with him. Lauren Sanchez is her name, I guess. <laughs> she and fell and she in
2: love. She loves him oh. because he's not—not yes. not because of his money. Because he's photogenic. Free
0: shipping. Uh-huh.
2: That's what. like <laughs> <threw it. laughs>
1: <Tom laughs> a horse. I'm attracted to people who look like they have Bell's palsy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will we'll be right back, Tom Bernard. saber and Bryant whatever it takes
3: oh, I love this song me too I love Bruce something is going on with the connection at your house I think um, <laughs> or is it at our house
2: our house
3: Yeah. why because <laughs> your volume every once in a while it Dips. changes
1: well that's great news that's he fantastic. keeps rolling
2: over his uh Mic cord with his... That, sp- no. Yes, K-Y. it's
3: Tom's fault, some, Tom's fault somehow. Well, um, I don't know, we're going to figure it out. Rolling white. over your mic cord isn't exactly a somehow.
2: Well, you know, you are an evil white man, so...
3: And that. <laughs> I am indeed. I <laughs> am indeed. Which uh, I've
2: had to defend constantly.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, speaking of evil people... You know the people, next step. Well, actually, there's a few evil people stories out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. One that I thought we were going to get to earlier was that, uh, you know the kidnapped Wisconsin girl? Or the, yes, the one Jamie who went Claus. missing after her parents were killed? Yeah. Well, apparently yeah. they Jamie. found her. They found her. No, they did find They yeah. found yeah. Her, her yesterday, yeah. last night. They
2: found her alive. And they've arrested a 21-year-old person yeah. for the murders yeah. and the kidnapping. Yeah. Do you
1: see his picture? Oh, mm. God. That, that,
2: that, That's why we were, <laughs> we're talking, talking about, about, yeah. If somebody, if he sat next to me, I would have ran away within 30 seconds. Oh. Because I would have looked at him like, dude, you got issues. Yeah. <laughs> <Been out today. laughs> what are you
1: talking about? He's a fine-looking lad. He looks just like Pee-wee Herman with glasses.
2: <laughs> What's wrong with that? Hmm.
1: He does. He looks just like Pee-wee Herman. Uh yeah. They found. Uh, yeah, he apparently murdered both her mother and her father, and then uh, kept her hostage for ninety days. Yeah,
2: she was only sixty-five miles from her
3: sixty-five hometown. miles
1: from home. Yep, it's true. It's absolutely true. So yeah, that is great news,
2: days. right? Sixty-five? Nine, uh, no, ninety days. days. 90 65, days. Miles. Okay. Yeah. Sixty-five
4: miles. That's crazy.
2: Well, some of us were had the theory that um, she talked him into it. What? It doesn't look that way.
3: Well, if he's like you know brain damaged or something, you know he could he he could have learning disabilities.
2: And that he could get, yeah. And that her photos kind of look like that. She's kind of evil looking. She, <laughs> I did mention that she does look yeah. kind of. Used. Oh, that one.
0: Yeah, she.
1: That one where she's kind of looking up. Her face is kind of. Yeah. Her face is mm-hmm. head, kind of aimed toward the ground, but she's looking up at you. It's like, ooh. Yeah. Well, You're right. it, that one is kind of eerie. It's yours.
2: happened before, where these young
4: girls get uh, in online relationships with older guys.
3: Never a good and, idea. And mm-hmm.
4: if that was yeah. the case, because I obviously they're going to have to do an investigation to mm-hmm. find out how this guy is connected to her. Because it seems kind of random that a 21-year-old guy would just randomly kidnap a teenage girl. I mean, it happens all the time, though. Does it? I mean...
2: Yeah. I but I so. mean, does, but yeah. in this case, he killed her parents and then took her. Yeah, yeah so it
4: almost kind of seems and, like and there's it, something going on.
3: And it on
2: happened very yeah. fast. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's like all of a sudden, you know, sh- one one day, it, just, it was almost like they knew exactly what to do or, you know, it was pre-planned. Mm. yeah
2: well you
3: know won't know for a while yes it's true by the way uh
1: you know when someone's powerful
2: no
1: when there was a story about them on newsier this morning that's now wiped from the site (laughs) the jeff bezos uh dick pic Uh (laughs) it's not on their site anymore no way it's not what happened to that uh, it's not fake, no. He he admitted he did it, as a matter of fact. He, he thought it was a joke or something. I don't know, but... So
2: hilarious, yeah, darling. He
1: was married to Mackenzie, who, again, still holds the record for the longest neck of any living human. <laughs> and then, uh, she got a long neck, man. Have you seen it? I'm looking I mean, she's, up right not, she's an attractive woman. I don't know who you're talking for, about, so... That's Jeff Bezos' wife.
4: Well, I don't even know who he is. Soon to be the richest woman in the world. Amazon. Here, yeah. I'll pull up a picture
3: yes. for yep. you, JB. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it is pretty long, yeah. Yes. And then the other evil person we're talking <laughs> yeah. about oh, is... Oh, that uh, is a long name. Yeah, she's got a long <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> but apparently R. Kelly's daughter uh, came out and called R. Kelly a monster, so... Wow. Yeah. Oh, His own daughter oh, did, yeah. Good.
2: Doesn't seem like he's a nice it's man. It's
1: true. Um i got to tell people, this is something I just absolutely love. We were talking in the first hour about uh, how, how white people now, especially politicians, love to bring up the word diversity. It's their favorite word. Oh, diversity. See, I kind of like, hang out with people, and I don't really go, well, let's take a poll on how many different kinds of people and how many colors, and I don't... Who's ever there is there. But uh, Martin Luther King Jr. was my hero as a kid. Ever, ever since he said, he uttered the words... Uh, do not judge someone by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I love that. I still love it. And here's an example of that family. First, Al Roker came to Jeremy Capel's defense. He's the guy who said, who accidentally said Martin what? Luther Kuhn, King Jr. Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He said it was an accident and he misspoke and didn't do it. Well, Al Roker came to his defense. Now, the meteorologist who was fired for saying a racial slur on air has another big name standing up for him. Martin Luther King Jr.'s daughter, Bernice King told TMZ Thursday she doesn't think the former WHEC weatherman who referred to a park in Rochester, New York, as Martin Luther Coon King Jr. Park, should have been canned. His own daughter thinks he shouldn't have been canned. We need to get some of these, I don't know, there are some honkies out there that are really annoying. There's That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Tom,
2: it's, it's beyond annoying. It. There are some people out there that are flat-out scary. Yeah, and They are they, scary. And they're destroying people's and it's not only Hollywood or New, you know, uh, Broadway or whatever, TV. Mm-hmm. It's in every walk of life now. Every walk. It, it is, is, yeah. I've, it is. I've yeah, personally it is. seen it, it's in every walk of life. Well, just trying
1: to be entertaining now. And, I, Kurt, seriously, you guys, I admire the hell out of you. You, too, you know, the men and women who get up on stage and tell jokes, and everybody's sitting there judgmental as
2: hell. But what do you mean by that? Yeah. It's like, what?
1: I don't know. I, I, that It's got to be very, very difficult. Very difficult to make people laugh now.
4: You know, I, I I personally haven't found a change, you know, and that's for Good. me. Uh, y- you know, I don't, I don't censor myself um, and I don't have really anybody ever uh, complaining. It might also be that that's just the natural style of the type of comedy that I think of. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's just, uh, I don't, uh, it, it, I've never had a problem with it, you know. As like Good. I said before, I don't get that. offended by comics I, only if a joke is bad. You know? <laughs> no, I. You look. I grew up in an era, and I
1: was a little boy. But when Lenny Bruce came out on stage and started saying the things he said, I'm pretty much used to what anybody else is going to say from now on because I was so shocked by the, some of the stuff that he said when he walked out on stage. And first, the first thing he said was, "You know, let's be honest, men." All of us have peed in the kitchen sink because the bathroom was just too far from the bed. <laughs> and this is the like the 1950s, yeah. right? It was the late late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. But when he he then said, "I have a question for law enforcement in the United States of America. We're going to find a man who's homosexual, which is against the law in America, because it was back then against the law." are homosexual, so what should we do with this perpetrator, this homosexual man who loves to have sex with other men? Let's put him in prison with other <laughs> men. <laughs> I will never forget that. <laughs> so, I, you know, to hear that as such a young kid, nothing has ever shocked me like that. I love Lenny Bruce, and Kitty Bruce, I talk to her about once a year. She's a, about as good as it gets too. but I think that's the... I think, once again, we need to see our comedians as trailblazers. They broke through new ideas, reinvented our society. Richard Pryor changed the way Americans think. There's no doubt about that. He did. And that's what comedians for me have always been. They've kind of been the, they see the future in a way, I guess, is is the best way to put it. You guys, you men and women are really, really good at that.
4: I love it. I mean, I love doing it. It's uh, it's provided me uh, a, a, an interesting life.
1: Well, I suppose it's better than like you know working at Sears right now because it might be on the <laughs> break. You know what I mean?
4: Oh yeah, definitely. I <laughs> mean, know, Sears Kirk... is Sears isn't maybe on the break. Sears is done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, they got turned down. Didn't they? the guy got turned down on his buyout? Yeah. They said no, you can't do it. Yeah. But I see ShopCo's going under now. Sears going oh, under finally. now. It's like oh my god.
0: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> nice. that place has <laughs> for Finally, years.
1: that place has sucked for years. <laughs> As a real what are you, Walmart quality? man? quality, I'm a Target guy. <laughs> oh, actually. okay, yeah. it's yeah, weird I worked good. there forever and I
0: hated working there.
1: <laughs> you, oh, did you really? Yeah. Why, because of the Dayton family?
0: Think you, man. No. no, this ought to get
1: you in direct trouble. It'd be just wonderful. <laughs> I uh, called me out. I have never, I gotta be honest with you, I've never liked anywhere I've ever worked. So, is that unusual?
3: I like Acme. I love working at Acme. Don't try to change <laughs> yes. up your game now, I'm serious. I'm serious. Sucking up serious. Like oh, I love
2: Lewis Lee. <laughs> as, as he's flicking his no, ashes I, on you and blowing uh, smoke in your face.
1: <laughs> well, it'll happen.
3: A man can you know, smoke. Yes, he can. Going for that raise, you know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's a
1: whole different setup, but I just, uh, uh, you know, you, you you do what you can do, right? You oh. just... You work within the environment you're given. Well, I think the biggest problem is, in, and maybe, Kurt, you see this in, in, in television and movie making and stand-up comedy and the rest of it, corporate America is pretty much destroying this country with the way they treat people. I agree 100%. Seriously. It's just <laughs> terrible the way corporations treat people. now. Well, don't you think, JB?
2: Here's the reason why I'm laughing. <laughs> mm. I read an article, the last saving grace of millennials. It's supposed to be corporate America. <laughs>
1: because, I know. Oh, yeah, I know.
2: Because they're the ones who are going to tell them that your poly ideal of life doesn't float. Mm. So, yeah. well, yeah. That's when they have true. to start working, working, yeah. And, the you know, it's like, why isn't your report done? Talking to your parents. I'm not going to talk to your parents. I'm just going to fire you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? So that'll be an interesting clash because they do, corporate America does dump on people and whatnot. So maybe that's true that it will be the savior of that generation because they're, they're going to well, learn how they to. Want right, yeah. They want jobs. Right. They want jobs. <laughs> but the other thing is they're going to have to learn how to deal with failure because a lot of them have not experienced it, it at all.
1: Mm, I'm sure that's true. Yeah. I'm sure that's absolutely true. But it's just like. <laughs> Here's what I don't like. You go out because uh, I do a lot of my own sales on the morning show and on this show, and I do a lot of promotion myself. But when I worked at Capitol Records, I was head of promotion for the, you know, Midwest and did a lot of promotions there, did a lot of sales there, and did all the rest of it, so I do a lot of that. What I really like is, yeah, he's brought in this half-million-dollar account. Oh, really? God, that's phenomenal. Here, here's a bonus, a pencil sharpener. <laughs> oh, good, yeah, great, thanks. That's fabulous. So you get the money, I get a pen. Well, Rodney Dangerfield said it best. Here's my agent. Two for me, one for you, three for me, one for you, four for me, one for you. F the Jew, F the Jew, F the Jew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
4: It was phenomenal. Uh, pretty much true, don't you think? My mm-hmm. favorite Rodney Dangerfield joke is uh, I don't like cocaine, I just like the way it smells. <laughs> 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 well,
1: possibility. possibility there, you know, it all worked out in the end. Uh, I mean, that's, do you think, Kurt, that we, well, you know, I'm older than you, quite a bit older than you, but uh, maybe starting with my generation, the people, my we grew up Phenomenal as far as comedy is concerned, stand-up comedy, you know, nightclub comedy. Johnny Carson show was obviously the big venue for it. Yeah, but uh, comedians in my life, from the very beginning to now, they've gotten so much better. They're really good at it. Instead of being goofy and silly and stupid, some really smart and sharp things were said. It, It just isn't it, today, one of the greatest, even though people are kind of crabby and they're offended by everything, <laughs> comedy has gotten more brilliant by the day. I think it's the greatest time for comedy is right about now, don't you think?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's and it's a lot to do with podcasts, honestly. It's just like yeah, everybody's, that's true. No, they true. understand comedy better, they know more comedians, and it's also just a, a platform for people, you know, who are could be anywhere. To actually like get a following, so it's pretty cool. It's a good time.
1: Yeah, it is a really good time. I love I love doing this. Uh, the fact that you just get on and have these conversations because you know even though we take a couple of quick breaks, it's not like you know in radio our breaks are what six seven minutes long. That's a long time. <laughs> yeah, or
2: you know? twenty minutes. Listen, <laughs> those pencil
1: sharpeners aren't
2: free. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just been a couple of that. twenty minute breaks on on the show. So (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Boy,
1: look at the time. I'd love to stay in Schmooze, but uh, gosh, I. Now, Kurt, always great. I'm really, really happy you came because it it wasn't up on the dock. and I thought, I wonder why he's not coming in. Because I, I I remember five years ago we had a ball talking. Yeah. A very intelligent conversation about comedy and what it's all about. So I appreciate you coming in, Brandon. Get back to work. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <we'll do>. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take a shot at him on the way out. That was all of it. Was yeah. to it.
2: <laughs> well, this is the most that I've heard him and Shy talk. True. Yeah. Ever. Well, it's because I'm not there.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's because I'm not there. Mm. Shy literally sits and stares at me the whole time and doesn't say a word. I think it's phenomenal. (laughs) Works for me. But thank you very much for coming in. Again, tonight, tomorrow night, two shows, ladies and gentlemen. The 8 o'clock show tonight and tomorrow night is sold out. So if you want to go see Kurt, get your tickets now. Otherwise, it's going to be sold out, and you'll be out on your ass. So get it done. (laughs) That works, doesn't it? Perfect. Thanks a lot. We'll talk to you later. Tom Bernard. Thanks. Later.